What's on the Menu with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. This is 12 to 1. With me, Adrian Abraham. Joining me on the show, I've got Master Sushi Chef Kenjiro Hatch Hashida. He helms one of Singapore's top omakase fine dining restaurants, Hashida. Welcome to the show, Chef. How are you? Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's so good to have you on the show. You know, after coming to your restaurant and tasting some of your delicious food, it's finally good to talk to you on the phone. Let's rewind a little bit. You know, since the tender age of 14, you apprenticed under your father, Master Chef Tokyo Hashida. What was the one bit of advice he gave you that helped you get to where you are today? Since uh, I worked with him and uh, one day he gave me the kind of hint is like uh, just told me like main job take care of, like uh, concentrate as a hobby and then you should have a hobby take care of like a main job. So what, what meaning is what he tell me also uh, told me like uh, if too much concentrate main job sometimes I cannot get the new ideas so like a uh, relax and then I can trust myself and the skill, trust the skills, and then just serve to the, you know, good omakase to the, you know, customers. But the side, like, I should have some nice hobbies and then concentrate the hobbies. And then during the, take care of the, uh, enjoying the hobbies, and then I get a new idea for the chef side. And who better to learn from than your father? Do you have any anecdotes you can share from spending time with him in the kitchen? Most time I work with my father is more serious. When I did a mistake wearing the Uttun sandals, Japanese like a geta, and then he just stomped me that my, you know, the foot. But, you know, like I, I cannot make a face to in front of the customer, like a paying face to, you know, so like uh, sometimes like a mistake already, like uh, even he didn't stomp me, like, uh, you know, the face come out like a paying face in front of my customers. So customer laughing, you know. <laughs> of course you can. Uh, you know, you need to keep it under control while you're in front of your customers. You graduated uh, from the Suji Culinary Institute, very prestigious school. What do you remember from your time there? Actually, right, when I entered the Kenya school, you know, the first day to the end of the day, I was hide the, my father's chef. So I didn't tell to the friends, I didn't tell to the teachers, my father's chef. Because if tell teachers, they won't look at me the equally with the other students. So I wanted to learn naturally, like, you know, other students together. Yeah, and I'm sure that worked in your favor because if you told them that your dad was a chef, then there's a lot more pressure on you. As you mentioned there, you wouldn't be seen as equal. You know, in terms of becoming a chef and opening up your own restaurant, was this always on your bucket list or was there something else that you wanted to pursue in terms of a career? Um, I love the painting and then, you know, I wanted to become the, the painter. So even like after I graduated culinary school, I didn't go work straight away. I just decided myself like a street artist. So every day go to the like Shibuya Harajuku area in Tokyo. I painting and I sell them my paint but of course I couldn't success and uh, I decided maybe like uh, people they don't have any humor to buy the you know non-artist picture from the street to hang on their own wall so like maybe like uh, Japanese people love taking picture so I made a camera 
I sell, but no success. Then I made a, you know, like a bow hair and back to the, my father, you know, bow and apologize. Like I want to be the good chef. Then I was thinking maybe one day uh, become the famous, even like uh, one dot drawing something I can sell expensive. You know, this is like, uh, I was thinking the, when I was young. And do you still paint to this day or is that something you've given up? Yeah, 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 I'm still painting because it's my hobby. So I love the painting. Could have been a completely different story if you went on to become a full-time painter. Chef, you came to Singapore in 2013. What inspired you to set up your business here at that time? It's just difficult to say, but like uh, one of my friends introduced me and uh, invited me to the Singapore starting work, you know, together. So like uh, I really appreciate this opportunity and then I move on on the Amoy Street. And it's been eight years since you opened up your first restaurant, since you first moved to Singapore. How do you think your business has evolved since then? I really appreciate the Singaporean love the eat out. That's why like a lot of you know like restaurants, cafe, like uh, even hawker centers, you know like uh, even each corner have uh, something special. I think so. Like uh, interesting is a lot of things still like in Singapore. You know also like uh, people say Singapore is very small island, but uh, anyway. So like uh, these eight years, I think big change a lot, but still like. Uh, I appreciate people remember me and uh, like uh, still I can having like uh, this interview. I'm talking with you now, right? Even like uh, this is like a step by step and then hope still people enjoy my food. Yeah, I'm sure anyone who's been to your restaurant would have told you that they absolutely love your food. You're right, Singapore has uh, one of the best culinary scenes in the world, if not the best. 2020 was a strange year. It started off with a year that offered so much hope, only to be struck down by the COVID-19 pandemic. This only entered Singapore fully in 2020. How did the circuit breaker affect your operations and what did you do as an individual? How much did you have to change it was big damage to us to myself and honestly like uh, i really like a down self but uh, i'm actually a positive guy so like if take the negative everything like go to negative i believe this man so starting talking myself and then let's see what i can do and then talk to my team and then pain you know time very tough but uh I think like a positive way, it's a good time to like relax because I think these eight years I rushed to learn. So like a bit relax myself and starting to do something is I think to the good time to have some like a break myself. So like people thinking, you know, like why no business? But to me, it's just close my eyes and thinking myself. So I was good time. But of course, it cannot work. But I think people all learn like uh, this timing, appreciate the, you know, you have a friends, families, even like a money, learn the, about money, how important the money, also like how the, uh, the food is important. It's like a normal thing, it's become the, became the not normal, but it's starting like appreciate a lot of things. I think like uh, people coming to the good things coming later, I believe.
Yeah, very well said there, Chef. Of course, you know, you took some time off and worked on a few projects. You did a couple of interesting pop-ups as well before you opened your new dining concept at Amoy Street and more on that in just a bit. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about these pop-ups? Yeah, that time was we were looking for the new location and uh, while waiting for the new place to be ready for operating the restaurant, we did a private dining site at the OUE Social Kitchen at the OUE downtown. Uh, so it was more intimate setting and also private dining. So very close to the customers more. Even we are now standing in front of the customers the time was more like uh, very close to the customers. And then we tried to like uh, more like creativity, also like a fun, some fun, fun part. It's like a play game together, including the my cuisine. So like also we made a ramen, Hashida ramen. Also like a menu was a newspaper, you know, so people love it. Actually, like a lot of people still talking about it. Hey, chef, you know, we're missing the your private dining. So maybe like I'm thinking like uh, not everything back to my kitchen and my restaurant now, but uh, I think later soon i'm thinking something like a uh, new things also yeah it's amazing that you managed to have a lot of fun while working out what was next for you and of course that soon followed we're in conversation with master sushi chef kenjiro hatch hashida he helms one of singapore's top omakase fine dining restaurants hashida singapore so Hashida at Amoy Street opened in January this year. The restaurant's latest iteration embraces the theme of Sando, the pathway leading from the outermost Tory entrance to the innermost quarters of a Shinto shrine. What was the inspiration behind this concept? And can you tell me a little bit more about the theme? It's because I also like to uh, visit the uh, Shinto shrine, also temples. And, um, you know, like uh, how to design the restaurant is also like uh, important for me. So this time I also designed this restaurant holder, each rooms also. And, uh, you know, too much like uh, exactly objects, like a Japanese, Japanese one. I didn't want to put in the, any corners in the restaurant. So I just like a simple design and then something look like also like a people need a bit imagination. So then it's appreciate the food is that because like uh, leading the Shinto, it's like uh, just appreciate the, what we have in front of you. That's why it's more like a Shinto style. And then um, the Tori, the Shinto, the, the Tori is one time enter is you move into the another atmosphere. So like you are the outside is still Singapore, but after the you know, Tori gate, you be that more like uh, ready to dine in the you know omakase for lunch for dinner. So that's why I needed a gate. What an incredible theme as well. And it's so, you know, I want to describe it. It's so therapeutic walking into your restaurant. It's so clean. It's so warm and welcoming as well. There's also the Hashida universe. Now, you proudly present this at the restaurant. What does this include, the Hashida universe? This one, uh, we serve you like the room. It's my concept. The room is a uh, moon, also gravity, no gravity, universe, also galaxy. And uh, this one is uh, including the appreciate uh, even like uh, suppliers, sake breweries, wineries, farmers, fishermen, the all like what we help, they helping them, let's say business 
Also, without them, I cannot serve anything because I cannot do. I need the ingredients, right? So, like, uh, this, the room is, like, uh, all appreciated. We are in the same circle. Sometimes customer, also sometimes, like, guest. But also, like, uh, if standing inside is a chef for you. Like, this is a kind of, like, a one of the concept, the room. So that's why I said that, you know, very like uh, close to the universe. Yeah, forget the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Experience the Hashida Universe instead. Chef, these rooms you were referring to, the A, B and U. Each room yes. showcases your lifelong culinary journey, challenges and adventures you encountered. What can diners expect when they visit your restaurant? Can you talk me through this uh, unique gastronomic journey? I think, right, all cuisine... The chef, okay, I'm doing the Japanese, some of my friends doing the French, someone, my friend doing the Korean, some of my friends doing the Italian, right? But all cuisine have a different technique, but sometimes using the you know, same ingredients. So this one is, I think, the interesting way to chef see the ingredients, which angle, also like uh, ideas, also techniques to develop the like, created the beautiful art. Okay, so my gastronomic journey is, of course, I learned a lot from the culinary school, also like a directory from my father. But every time I'm thinking, this is a totally answer. Answer is coming like maybe next day. So if stop the challenging or stop the searching, uh, stop the like trying the creativity is like, uh, like I think the chef dying. So like uh, I'm still thinking a lot of things, even get the new idea to try to create, taste it. Today is 100%, you know, like uh, perfect. But maybe next day I get the another 102%, 3% will be better one. So I still doing the you know, halfway the journey. And there's also this uh, Japanese concept of shuhari tradition, innovation and transcendence. Now, how does this concept apply to your restaurant? Yes, the chuhari, right? Actually, I tell you the one thing is that if I say eight years ago, I just came from the Tokyo to the Singapore. If I say shuhari, it's too much. I couldn't say that. Because shuhari must be harbor after the big training dates, also learn myself, see a lot of things, understanding the a lot of things. So this word is actually from tea ceremonies, but uh, now, you know, the people using for the martial arts. And then shuhari is an easy way to describe, like, uh, learning the, the master. And then next step is understanding myself. And then last, shuhari is like uh, more like uh, develop, also create myself after understanding one. So like uh, if just learning, 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 or just people copy do something, it's never can say this shuhari. So more like uh, simple, more complicated, but have to lead yourself and then develop out something from your brain, using your body and uh, like a taste because I'm a chef. Fascinating. You know what? While I was doing my research, actually, I was quite intrigued by this concept of shuhari and you've answered it perfectly. Let's talk about the food. What are some yep. of the signature dishes from the menu? Hashida, this eight years, simply like uh, our signature is uh, otoro. It's like a carving cut, big chunk, you know, after the cheek part with the, after the head the big part of the chutoro otoro all together in a big chunk we do the carving cut 
in front of the customer. This is also my father's signature. So I bring into the Singapore my father's ideas. Also, people love my Ankimo, which Monkfish River. After I learned the Fogler, I all my idea into the this uh, Monkfish River to make uh, my style. A lot of people like ordering this too. Yeah, the signatures certainly stand out on the menu, and they're just you know incredible. The food at Hashida Singapore, uh, Chef. You know when you're not working, what are some of your favorite food stalls that you can't stay away from? Because while we were talking, you mentioned that on your days off you walk quite a bit just to get some food. Tell me a little bit more about this. Actually, like people like following following the, my Instagram Instagram stories, you know, like. Uh, Every almost every day, uh, people say, "Chef, I saw your Instagram. You like this, uh, bachomi. You like the this soup. You like this fish bowl. You like this a lot of local food." So, like, uh, actually, I didn't know. I didn't enjoy that this last seven years like uh, local food a lot. Every time, like thinking more like uh, visit the high end restaurant. Even now, of course, I'm go to the my friend's restaurant too. But uh, now recently, if we, I have a time, right, even like uh, far from my house, I walk down to there like two hours, three hours to get one prawn noodle, also like uh, chotu fish bowl noodles, like enjoying. So like a uh, quite interesting, quite different, like uh, unique the sauce techniques. Because I wanted understanding the local taste more, that's why I think started eating. Yeah, I'm glad you love it. And of course, Singapore's hawker culture has been added to the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage. Your first two restaurants didn't have any music in the background, but this one has jazz. Now, how did you come to this decision? You know, actually, I played the trumpet and the trombone when I was young. So actually, I like the you know I played that like a march, even like a bit jazzy part I did. So then also I love the you know other music as well. So to me, it's okay even like uh, playing the rock, also hip hop, even the punk at the restaurant. But I think like some of the customers not comfortable those you know music. So I decided like uh, jazz. So you know like uh, I have a jazz friend in Japan. You know sometimes like uh, talking to them like uh, you know their favorite, my favorite. So like we exchange the you know like the music. Then I put in the music the loom. And do you still play these instruments, or is it just a you know maybe framed or hung up at your house? After you know move to the Singapore, I don't have time. Ah, so of busy, course, <laughs> so busy. <laughs> yes, very busy. Just before I let you go, chef, uh, when diners leave your restaurant, what do you want their biggest takeaway to be? You know, in terms of memories. Very simple. Like uh, I just they want to enjoy the moment, atmosphere, also our creations, and then. Just bring back the good memories, and then like I feel like uh, don't forget booking again for next time. <laughs> Wise words there. We've been in conversation with Master Sushi Chef Kenjiro Hatch Hashida. He helms one of Singapore's top omakase fine dining restaurants, Hashida Singapore. Thank you so much, Chef, for joining me on the show, and I wish you all the best with your restaurant. And yeah, of course, you can try out more local food as well. Thank you, Adrian. Also, thank you for having me. See you soon again. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.